0: And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us here today as we talk all things New York Islanders. an exciting time of year right now as Training camp is about to get underway. First preseason game just around the corner coming up this weekend, so lots to discuss on today's show. We'll lead off with a few issues, including who should be on the first line with Matthew Barzal and Anders Lee. Will it be Kyle Palmieri? Will it be Oliver Wallstrom? We will debate both of those options on today's show. Then, the Islanders actually getting some respect from the national media, but We'll discuss why that may not necessarily always be a good thing for Islander fans and a great Islanders birthday of the day, another former first overall pick in the draft who had a huge impact on the New York Islanders during his time with the team. So lots to discuss here on today's show. If there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about Feel free to send us an email, the email address lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you send us your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. Once again, in case you weren't aware, Uh, We are back to a a five-show-a-week schedule now, so we will be uh, dropping new episodes every Monday through Friday at around 12.30 a.m., just after midnight. Night owls can listen before bed, early risers, subscribe to the show, and you can listen as soon as you get up and start heading to work or start your day. We're also now on YouTube, so if you want to watch this show and not just listen to it, you are welcome to do that. Check us out on YouTube. Again, Locked on Islanders. Just do that search and you will see all these shows uh, showing up and, and you'll be able to watch each episode every day as they drop. We're going to start with this whole situation with the media. And, you know, so many times the Islanders, their players, their uh, just the organization as a whole, not getting a lot of respect from the national media. And even if you just go back one year, you know, last season, the abbreviated schedule, the Islanders uh, had reached the conference final the year before. The Rangers, you know, out of the playoffs, the extended playoffs in three straight games, if I recall correctly, but lost in the first round, the preliminary round. And so, Last year, who had more national TV appearances? The Rangers. And not just by a little bit, by a wide margin. Well, this year, that's going to change. We all know that NBC is no longer broadcasting NHL games. Now we have ESPN and TNT getting uh, all these national broadcasts. Some of the games will be on ESPN+. Plus. Some of the games will be on Hulu. These are all things you need to subscribe to. Well, this year, the Islanders are finally going to get a little bit of respect. 12 of the Islanders' 82 games this year will either be on ESPN, TNT, or ESPN Plus and Hulu. That means these are exclusive games. So all 12 of these games will not be on MSG Network. So, you know, if you're looking for the usual Islanders broadcasters, you're not going to get them. And if you're not subscribed to ESPN Plus or Hulu, you may not get all of these games either. Here are the 12 games the Islanders have scheduled that are not going to be on MSG Network. October 19th, Islanders in Chicago... That one is on ESPN. November 16th, Islanders visit the Panthers in Florida. That's on ESPN ESPN Plus and Hulu. Fast forward to a West Coast trip. January 4th, the Islanders' first trip to Seattle to take on the Kraken. Another game on ESPN Plus and Hulu. And the following night, Islanders are in Vancouver. That game is on TNT. January 18th, a home game. First home game on national TV against the Blue Jackets, ESPN Plus or Hulu. January 27th, home game against the Kings, also ESPN Plus and Hulu. After the Olympic break, March 20th in Philadelphia against the Flyers, TNT. A week later, the 27th of March, home for the Tampa Bay Lightning in a rematch of the Eastern Conference Final, also on TNT. March 31st, home game against the Blue Jackets, ESPN Plus or Hulu. April 3rd at the Devils at The Rock on TNT. April 26th at the Washington Capitals on ESPN. And then April 28th, a home game again against the Lightning on ESPN Plus or Hulu. So the good news is the New York Islanders are finally getting a little bit more respect that the media, the national broadcast partners of the NHL, are very, very aware of the fact that the Islanders are becoming a marquee team. They may not be a team of stars, but you've got names you could sell, a team that has been to the conference final in back-to-back seasons, and a team that is expected to be a winning club again, this coming season in 2021-2022. So, all of a sudden, it looks like the Islanders are getting some respect. The drawback, you may not be able to see all these games unless you subscribe to services like Hulu or ESPN+. And I know this happens all the time on Twitter. But when there are national announcers on these games and you're not listening to the usual Islanders broadcast, Islander fans always complaining, and understandably so. Oh, these announcers are biased. They don't like us. They don't respect us. Well, look, the Islanders broadcasters, they have an Islanders point of view. That's the team they watch 82 games a year. The national broadcasters are not talking almost exclusively to Islanders fans, and as a result you're not going to get that same bias. So if they're neutral or close to neutral, Islander fans, they're going to feel slighted. So it is going to be an adjustment, but I think in the long run, it is a better situation for Islanders fans that this team is getting some respect, that this team is going to be on national television, and that this team is going to be representing the NHL to, you know, a large national audience on 12 occasions this year. When we return, we'll debate that last spot on the first line. Will it be Oliver Wallstrom, the young up-and-coming player, or will it be the veteran Kyle Palmieri? We'll discuss that and more coming up on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by DirecTV Streams. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at DirectTV.com. That's DirectTV.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Do you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There really is something for everyone. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, they are passionate about their favorites. And you, if you want to know why, listen to some of these great flavors. Cookies and Cream, German Chocolate, Mint Brownie, Coconut, Strawberry, Cherry barcia, my personal favorite, Salted Caramel. It's sweet and salty at the same time. You can't beat that. And if you haven't tried all nine permanent flavors, you can get a mixed box and they'll send you two of each of the nine so you can figure out which flavors you like the best. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy for you as well. Check out the macros. Each bar has between 17 and 18 grams of protein, only 130 to 180 calories, just four or five grams of sugar, and only four or five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy, and Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15. Check that, LOCKED15. For 15% off at Built.com. So, training camp getting underway this week, and we're all excited. But there are a lot of questions facing this team. And one of those questions right now is we have this open spot on the top line. We know Matthew Barzal and Anders Lee, assuming Lee is healthy and all indications are he will be and should be, ready to go. Uh, Those are two of the three members of your top line. And then the question is, do you go with Kyle Palmieri or Oliver Wallstrom? Those are the two leading candidates to fill in that other wing spot opposite Barzal and Lee. And I'll tell you, there are reasons why both of them are legitimate candidates to fill that position. I think Palmieri, in my mind, is probably the favorite. Palmieri is a veteran, and we know that the Islanders prefer to play veteran players and younger guys. That's what Barry Trotz likes to do. Uh, Palmieri is 30. He is still you a know, solid veteran, not too old, not really on the downside of his career. And he really still does have the offensive prowess necessary. I mean, just a couple of years ago, he was still potting, you know, 20 goals on a prorated basis. If you're trying to replace Jordan Eberle, if you can get 20 to 25 goals, guess what? You've matched Eberle's productivity. Palmieri is reliable defensively, not outstanding. Uh, But here's the thing. The downside with Palmieri is this. They tried him there last year. Now, obviously, there was no Anders Lee because they traded for Palmieri when Lee got hurt. But Palmieri was not a great fit on that top line during the playoffs and during the late stages of the regular season after the Islanders acquired him. It was frustrating to a lot of Islander fans because they were expecting Palmieri to get that spot and run with it. He did not. And, again, that has to be a little bit of a concern chemistry-wise. Now, does the addition of Anders Lee help or hinder Palmieri? Palmieri kind of plays a similar style to Lee in the fact that he's a bigger forward who likes to get in front of the net. But, you know, can they complement each other? Or would that be too much of a similar style and it wouldn't be good chemistry? That remains to be seen. That's what training camp is for. Meanwhile, if you take a look at Oliver Wallstrom, look, he is projected down the road to be the kind of player that should be a top six forward. And last year in his first full season in the league, Wallstrom played 44 out of the Islanders, 56 games, had 21 points, Started the playoffs, played in the first five games, had three points there before he got hurt. And, well, then, you you know, it remains to be seen whether he can take that next step forward. Right now, the question really is going to be, can Wallstrom win the trust of Barry Trotz and the coaching staff? And it's not so much that Wallstrom has to put 30 goals up, although I think he has the potential eventually to do that. The question is, what is Wallstrom going to do when he doesn't have the puck? And is that enough to gain the confidence of Barry Trotz and the coaching staff? Is he going to back check? Is he going to pick up his man? Is he going to be responsible in his own zone? We don't know. We do not know. But, you know, does Wallstrom have better chemistry with Barzal and Lee than Palmieri does? Will Barry Trotz trust Oliver Wallstrom? All of these are questions that training camp will hopefully answer. And here's, here's I think, something else to keep in the back of your mind. The answer in Game 1 of an 82-game season Doesn't have to be the answer at game 82 or even game 22. And certainly not the answer at the start of the playoffs. Injuries, slumps, streaks, chemistry, experience, all of these things will be taken into consideration over the course of the season. And they will all play a role. And, you know, it could be that Palmieri starts the season on the number one line. That line doesn't gel, Wallstrom steps in or somebody else even steps in and all of a sudden they go on a hot streak and everything seems to be great and that becomes the line. A lot of the time you get good chemistry on lines or you discover that chemistry on lines almost by necessity or by accident. You know, somebody gets hurt, you plug in next man up and wow, hey, that worked really well. All of a sudden, we seem to be, you know, having a strong unit here and you stick together and that that threesome, that trio stays together for the rest of the year, two years, three years, even longer possibly. I think Palmieri will probably start the season on the top line. Part of it is that the Islanders are paying Kyle Palmieri like a, a first liner, you know, He's earning $5 million a year average cap hit. I believe Eberle's cap hit was $5.5 You know, you're not paying him like a third line forward. Let's put it that way. And Wallstrom still has a chance to grow. Now, I think I'm more inclined to go with Oliver Wallstrom on that top line. I think that I would rather take... A little bit of uh, lumps while Wallstrom adjusts and learns and grows into the position uh, so that by the second half of the season and by the playoffs, you've got that chemistry down. It's a tough one. It really is a tough call. I know Barry Trotz. his inclination is to go with veterans. That's what I expect him to do, but that doesn't make it the right decision. We'll see. Training camp preseason. All of that will go a long way toward determining it, and we'll keep you up to date throughout training camp. Who's skating on whose line in the preseason? Who was in the lineup? Who was out of the lineup? What trios were together? Stay with Locked On Islanders because throughout training camp and the preseason, we will keep you up to date on all of this information as the situation develops. When we come back, we have our Islanders' birthday of the day. Another First overall pick in an NHL draft who had a huge impact on the Islanders. That and a lot on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. We are back and better than ever, and all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this year. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. And don't forget to use the promo code... NFL 100. From football, basketball, boxing, hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online is your online sports book experts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. I, I get the feeling this will be. A little bit of a mixed reception, but Monday was the 31st birthday of former Islanders center John Tavares. Tavares born September 20th, 1990, the Mississauga, Ontario native, the Islanders' first overall pick in the 2009 NHL draft. And while no Islander fan that I know of was happy with the way John Tavares left the Islanders, I think we have to remember the impact that he had during the nine seasons. He was there. If you're old enough to remember what the Islanders were like before John Tavares in 2008, 2009, this was a team struggling for an identity. This was a team consistently losing a lot of hockey games and Tavares gave the franchise hope. He was the face of the franchise and He had them in the playoffs by 2012-2013, and by 2015-2016, for the first time in 23 years, the Islanders actually won a playoff round with John Tavares getting the game-winning goal in double overtime against the Florida Panthers in a very memorable series at the Barkley Center in Brooklyn. So, look, Tavares had an immediate immediate impact. He scored a goal in his very first game as a New York Islander, had eight hat tricks uh, during his time with the Isles and remained with the team from 2009-2010 through the 2017-2018 season. His most productive full season 2014-2015, 38 goals, 86 points in 82 games. His best season may have been the year before that, 2013-2014, uh, where injuries limited him to 59 games, but he had 24 goals and 66 points in those contests, and that put him at a very nice pace. We're going to go back and look at one of John Tavares's better games with the Islanders, January fifteenth, two 2011, at the Nassau Coliseum, the Buffalo Sabres come to town. Ryan Miller, the netminder for Buffalo, Rick DiPietro, was the goalie for the Islanders in the first period was scoreless, but in the second period, with Radek Martinek in the box for high-sticking, the Sabres draw first blood. Thomas Vanek, his 17th, Tyler Ennis and Jason Pominville with the assists, and it's 1-0 Buffalo, just 17 seconds into the period. But the Islanders come back. Our Islanders' birthday of the day, John Tavares getting them even with his 16th goal of the year. His line mates, P.A. Parenteau and Matt Molson, get the helpers at 7.50, and the Islanders and Sabres are tied at 1. Islanders go on... A power play after that, Rob Niedermeyer off for high, sticking and seven seconds into the man advantage, John Tavares strikes again, his 17th from Matt Molson and Andrew McDonald, 2-1 Islanders. Three minutes and two seconds later, John Tavares completes the natural hat trick, his 18th from Matt Molson and P.A. Parento, 3-1 Islanders, and then... Less than two minutes after that, it's Blake Como making it 4-1 Islanders. Josh Bailey and Bruno Gervais with the helpers. That's how it stood after 40 minutes of hockey. In the third, the Sabres get back into the game. Milan Yersina off for interference. Tyler Ennis with a power play goal. His tenth from Jordan Leopold and Jason Pominville. And it's four to two, but the Islanders get Josh Bailey heads off for hooking, but Michael Grabner gets a shorthanded goal for the Islanders. He was so dangerous on those shorthanded breakaways. Had a lot of chances, didn't always finish, but he finished this one. His 10th, Matt Martin and Milan Yersina with the assists at 16:52. A late goal by Johan Hecht, his 7th from Pommenville and Vanek. Made it a little bit closer, but the Islanders skate away with a 5-3 to three win in this one, and a great game for Rick DiPietro. He made 40 saves in this game. The Islanders were outshot 43-37. As for John Tavares, our Islanders' birthday of the day, three goals in this one, and he had seven shots on goal to lead the team. Michael Grabner, a close six behind him, but... Uh, Tavares with one of his eight hat tricks in an Islanders uniform, and the Islanders beat the Buffalo Sabres by a score of 5-3. to three. And uh, again, John Tavares turned 31 on September 20th. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, don't forget, we will be back tomorrow. We'll have more previews of different uh things to watch in training camp as that gets underway, and uh, some of the battles, some of the controversy, some of the things to look for. And, of course, we will have another Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more. Betting on the Islanders doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for us on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.